Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for my evening podcast. I know it's a bit different than what I normally have been doing for the morning. But um, this evening, I have a very special guest, and his name is Corey Jefferson. And I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time introducing him because I always like my audience to introduce themselves because who can tell you better about them than themselves? So today, yeah, so today we're going to talk about marriage. Woman, are you good enough? So that's what we're going to talk about today to really see um, what a man is really looking for for him to settle down. So, Corey, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. I am so thankful and glad that you are um, here with me today because I really want to pick your brain today (laughs) because I know it's a lot of women want to know what men are really looking for. And then maybe maybe they don't. So won't you tell um, the audience a little bit about yourself? Um, Well, I just got married to my wife this year. We met last year. Uh, we met a month before we got married. So that was like a big day for us, just from our story of how we met each other. And uh, we met through Quincy and his wife, uh, Jess. So they were good. My wife and Jess were great friends. And of course, me and Quincy were great friends, uh, hooping together at Baylor. And then that just went from there, uh, dated, obviously. And we just look for the things that we wanted for in each other, which is obviously things that we're just gonna go over at this point with you. But we did that with a purpose and here today is now my wife. All right. And I know you guys are such a ha- happy couple and, I, and I've met Julissa and I, I love her dearly. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and jump right into it. You know, I've been talking to um, young ladies, because, you know, I have a daughter that's like 26 and all of her little friends, you know, most of them are single. You know, two of them have a baby and, you know, they're not married, but, you know, they're they're educated. I can't say that. And so when I talk to them, I notice that they're all kind of saying the same thing. It's like, do you want to be married? You know, I ask them, do they want to be married and stuff? And one of the things they say is this. Men always say that they want a God-fearing woman. They want a woman that's ambitious, you know. But the one thing that they keep saying is that the men, they don't want to keep their end of the bargain when they find a woman like that. And so they say that women are supposed to settle more than men. You know, like they feel that uh, women have to keep on their P's and Q's but then men, they don't have to be. So it's almost kind of like men are double standard. So what is your right. take on that? Tell me about your take on that. Uh, I can kind of agree to the point of, it just depends on, I know like the, most of the time it's the women that are saying that they want to, they want to get married and have that further relationship. But uh, I know for me dating wise, uh, when I was dating, I would always say like before I was actually dating, uh, like I'm not really looking for anything other than that. Like I don't want to. I'm not thinking about marriage or anything at all. So I felt that that was an important thing just to tell mm-hmm. right off the bat, so the women could have that option. Because I know a lot of times women will say, "Okay, well he said this then," but 
uh, I'm not going to think about that now. I can I can change his mind. And I feel that that's not a thing that women should focus on if the man says that. And then you continue to say, well, okay, and then go into the dating. Maybe you can think about, okay, I'll ask him how he feels after this point in time, but don't just go into it saying, oh, I'm going to change his mind. Uh, I'm not worried about that. And then mm-hmm. comes the time to where he's still saying, uh, I already told you at the beginning, like, this isn't what I want. And now you're upset. So mm-hmm. I just feel that that's a, definitely a, a point of interest to ask at the beginning. Okay. You know, you, you said something that was kind of interesting to me. You said that um, you tell them up front that you don't want to date, but I mean, that you don't want to get married. You're not looking for anything serious. You just want to date. So my question is because obviously dating in 2020 19 18 all those years 2008 is quite different from me dating back in the 1980s and you know i observe a lot of things and what 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 do you mean by dating you know when you said you just want to date well like to me when i was like just dating I knew it wasn't like official like I'm your boyfriend you're my girlfriend like I knew for me whenever I was serious about that then I'm really looking forward to everything else that's coming after uh meaning marriage so Mm -hmm. to me it was like just somebody to hang out with let's go catch a movie let's go out to eat or something let's just go out get some drinks or something like that it was just just casual Mm. So I'm going to play a little devil's advocate here because I heard something that I know it can't be true because I know (laughs) the Bible tell me there's nothing new under the sun. So I know back in the day now when I was kind of fine, you know, when I was (laughs) dating, that wasn't the only thing that was on a man's mind. He wanted some coochie. So you're telling me that a little coochie ain't part of your dating? That's well. That's where it comes into me saying that up front, as to where it's not just oh he's just trying to do this, and after you know after it happens, then it's it's over. Like you're not talking to him anymore. Uh, you don't know what happened, mm-hmm. or like I never wanted to make it a point of oh I'm just trying to say that I'm your boyfriend just so we can do that or something like that. Like I was always up front. This is this is how I feel. So mm-hmm. I'm not looking for it to be anything else. So if you don't want that, then let me know. We can solve a lot of issues up front. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, you're not just saying that you're in it just for wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. You do want to, you know, wine and dine them a little bit, huh? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. So let me ask you this. What, what qualities then or do you look for? Or were you looking for in the woman? How did you know Jaleesa was the one? That's what I'm going to guess. I'm going to just get straight to it. Well, I knew Jaleesa was the one because we were, we were very compatible. And like to the point where it was like wild to even hear. Like we would talk at the very beginning, of course, like just trying to get to know each other. We would talk about just random things and just seeing how we felt about just the different situations and how we were brought up and everything and a lot of the things we would talk about talk about would be so similar 
So that was like my name for it. When we started talking, I always call her twin because I feel I always say she's trying to be just like me. But mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. getting to know her, it was like it was the same background growing up, uh, how she felt about family uh, growing up in the church and mm-hmm. just even small stuff with about how she felt about raising the family, uh, just uh, dealing with things in the relationship as far as uh, people would say gender roles and mm-hmm. if she feels like there are a certain gender roles or if she just said uh, I don't really think men have to do this and women have to do that but a lot of the stuff that we would just talk about early on in a relationship we like agree with like right off the bat mm. you know what you said another thing that I'm, I'm big on I, I tell my kids all the time about gender roles but then, you know, we, we're in a new generation, kind of mm-hmm. where, you know, they have what they call the stay-at-home dads and then the moms go out to work, which I, I'm okay with that, but I'm not, you know, because I grew up in a time where it was it was the man that went out and worked and he was the one that, you know, took care of the bills and he provided for his family, whereas the woman, she kind of stayed at home a little more and, you know, uh, took care of the children the inside of the house and the man took care of the outside you know it was just more of that but this day and time we all know that that's not a true reality of the way life is today unless you're in a certain income bracket because sometimes now you know being on this side of it it takes two incomes so when you say gender roles tell me about what you feel gender roles are or what you feel a man should do and what a woman should do because sometimes that plays a part because it's a lot of young women they don't really know how to cook or they know how to cook and they don't cook mm-hmm. you, you get what i'm saying because they don't have right. time you know so tell me about what you that discussion was like when it came to gender roles well like i said we pretty much uh, felt the same way about gender roles for the most part. Uh, For the small things, there would be like things that I would do, like obviously with me being on my own before I met Jaleesa, uh, that I would just always do. So after we got together, it was still things that I would just do. It wouldn't necessarily be like a gender role thing, but it would just Mm -hmm. be like, okay, she knows that I'm going to do this, so I just take care of this. But even for us, like overall with the big things, we don't necessarily have like gender roles. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, uh, nine times out of a ten, nine times out of ten, a man is going to want to take care of his family, be the provider, and mm-hmm. be able to ha- be able to take care of like his wife and his kids. Mm-hmm. But the bonus would be that having a, a significant other or wife that is not just dependent on that, but also doing her thing as well. So, like, as far as the traditional gender roles, I don't really see it as the man is just the sole provider and the woman's just at home doing the things like, as they say, the uh, gender roles should be cooking and cleaning and doing all the housework and all things like that. I would still help out with some of that. Now, my wife does cook. Uh, (laughs) She doesn't want me cooking, which that is fine with me because I don't really do cooking. So I don't really see it as a gender role. Okay. That's just something that she just she does, and like I said, I wasn't doing it anyway. So mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't have anything opposed to that. 
but yeah, she she does she does do that. <laughs> but I'll also I'll also clean up around the house. That's with just me being like uh, I'm a little OCD. So with that being said, mm-hmm. okay. I like to actually clean the house. Like on Sundays is my day. All right, let me turn the music on, clean the house, have my wine, and that's just my day. That's that's how I start start my week, start my Sundays. So I don't really see gender roles per se. It's just as you're getting in a relationship and if it is something that's big to you, then it should be discussed early. But with us, it was just like, okay, this is what you like to do. This is, you can have that. And I like doing this. So I'll stay out of your way. And she lets me have that. And you know, it doesn't bother me. So that's, that's just how we handled it. That's how you handle it. So, um, when you, when you were out there in the world dating, could you tell right off if um, a woman was somebody that you probably want to see again and again and again? I mean, or did you just always just date? Did you have any steady relationships before Jaleesa or were they all just, you, you felt something or it was just something about right. them that you just didn't click, you know, tell me a little bit about that. Uh, there were some steady relationships, but at the same time, it was uh, most of the time you know, it was I knew, OK, this isn't really going to go anywhere. But at the same time, it was that we just vibed enough to be able to, like I said earlier, OK, let's go get something to eat. Let's go to the mm-hmm. movies. Let's just hang out, just find something nice and chill to do. So there were, you know, just vibes i guess that you could say okay yeah we can we can hang out uh and see each other okay so what would be do you have one thing that's just when you meet a woman that's a big turn off like i mean it's a turn off uh i'm sure i do right off the bat i couldn't think of anything right now but mm-hmm. i just like to like I said, I would like to, of course, back then, at least just get to know, just talk to them for real and just mm-hmm. see like see where they're at, see what they do. And then even just from there with being an athlete, you want to know, OK, how they really feel like, mm-hmm. OK, it's just is something. Oh, he's just going to be paying for this, paying for this. So I'm just going to be with him for that. Or is it like, OK, they really have something going for their self. Yeah. You know, that's another thing I wanted to ask, too, you know, by you. Um, those of you that, that may not know, you know, Corey is an NBA player. And so, you know, I know a lot of them probably, a lot of athletes want to know, is the woman really after my money or or they after the status quo or the lifestyle or do they just want to get a baby and then leave me? You know, do they want to just, you know, have my money or do they really, really care about me? How Have you ever ran across a um a woman that you felt was we used to call them gold diggers that was a gold mm-hmm. digger right uh i believe i have but uh like i said i think it just comes with it but you also have to just take that time to actually try to get to know people and get to know their intentions and i felt i did pretty well with that yeah you know, I, I often wonder that, you know, it's one key word that you said is take take your time. Take your time. So would you say that you and Jaleesa are real compatible? Like, are there things that you like to do that she doesn't like to do? And 
vice versa? There's things that she likes to do that you don't like to do. Um, you know, like I said, we're very compatible. I can't think of anything that we were like vice versa on, mm -hmm. but even meeting, just meeting each other. And like I said, doing the early talks in the, well, in the early stages of just talking, we just had the same, like the same temperament. We were just very chill. Uh, we can literally just sit in the house all day and just watch TV, live with each other. And we know that we wouldn't even have to say a word to each other, but we just lay here the whole time. And we know that that's just us. It's nothing wrong. It's like, why aren't you talking to me or anything like that? And it's, it's fine. It's just who we are. But even uh, even from our, one of our first dates, uh, actually with uh, Quincy and Jess, I think it was Jess that said something about doing the test. What was this? Uh, yeah, the personality traits. Mm -hmm. So uh, I know after after that we went back and uh, yeah, we did the we did the test and everything, and then we talked about it. And we were texting, me and Jaleesa were texting, and it was like, uh, what was yours? And I asked her what was, uh, well, she asked what was mine, I asked her what was hers. And we had some of the same ones. And then I think Jaleesa had found another uh, thing talking about the five love languages. Oh, yeah, So yeah. we did we did ours, and I think, well, those were different for us. Those were like one of the, one of the things that were a difference. But Your it was things language. that, yes, I know my love language is just spending time. Okay. And so, like I said, that's one of the big things for me. Like I said earlier, when I was talking about us just laying here in the living room, uh, sitting on the couch, just don't even have to talk to each other, but just spending time. That's that's like my love language. So she knows that's all I need, really. Okay. So what was the hook? What what, what would you say was the one thing that hooked you? Uh. Cause you know, once she hooked you, she reeled you on in. So yeah, she she definitely <laughs> did. She definitely did. Cause I I gave her the I told her the same thing at the beginning. Uh, actually, like we always talk about it now. Cause one of her big things, she was asking me like, of course, when you're getting to know people, you ask them you know questions that come to your mind, and there's a lot of questions. So one of her things that she asked me was, uh, where do I see myself in five years? And like I said before, I was just telling people this isn't, I'm not really looking for anything more. So when I uh, answered her, I told her, you know, uh, I said, I said with my woman, I didn't say like with my wife or anything. And she had picked up on that. Uh -huh. And she was like, okay, yeah, this probably wouldn't be going too far. But obviously, <laughs> <laughs> obviously that, that changed. Uh, so yeah, the, the answer is now with my wife. Right, but uh, right. yeah, it's just... It was literally, I, it was like everything in all, just her in all. Like I said, everything that we were so compatible with, our, our family history, the background, how we grew up, just her temperament, her personality. Uh, I can't really pinpoint everything just from, like, I think it had to be, it couldn't be just one thing from her. It had mm -hmm. to be all of those things in one to make me say, you know what, this is, this is her, this is it. Yeah. Let me ask you this. So I know in every relationship, nothing is perfect. So how do y'all handle y'all arguments? Or That's your actually a very, a very interesting question as well. Because my first, when I first met her, uh, everything was going good. And I was like, okay, well, how I figure out how, if I really like somebody 
is after the first argument how we go mm -hmm. from there because mm -hmm. i can be i'm known to be petty sometimes well back then in my uh -huh. my younger years to be petty <laughs> so it was like depending on what happened during the argument if i know that i wasn't in the wrong i'm not gonna take my time to prove that this it was just a misunderstanding this is what i'm just gonna okay that's it and let you figure out on your own that you were wrong and don't try to come back talking to me later so that's how i was gonna decide if you know how much i really liked her but mm -hmm. we've actually we hadn't we haven't had an argument this whole time but okay. we've had maybe one disagreement uh mm -hmm. that was when we had first met i had to do like a minor surgery mm -hmm. uh so she wanted to basically she wanted to take care of me but mm -hmm. I was used to doing things on my own. So I, even with her taking me to the surgery, I was just going to be like, no, I'm cool. I got it. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll handle it. Mm -hmm. So I took her, well, it took her, took me forever to just say like, okay, yes, you can, you can drive me to the surgery. You can take me. And then mm -hmm. after that, um, she wanted to, she wanted to stay and help me out and make sure that I was okay. But I was just like, no, it's fine. Uh, I'm good. Don't worry about it. So this was like in the early stages of us dating. So she's thinking I'm trying to push her away or just try to try to get her away from me or something like that. But me, really, I was just like, I'm not used to people helping me. So I was mm -hmm. just going to just take care of it myself and do it on my own. And if I needed something, I just I just do it myself. So that was when she was like upset mm -hmm. with me for a little bit. She said she had to call her mom and say <laughs> and had to vent to her mom. Uh, but yeah that was really pretty much our only thing like i said everything mm -hmm. else we just really we really just talk it out and that's also one of the biggest things about about jaleesa because she won't just assume i know a lot of times that's like where a lot of a lot of problems come in and a lot of arguments start like she won't just assume that something is going on or something's wrong if she does like have a question about something she will literally come to me and ask hey what's wrong or hey what's this or hey what are you doing and it's like just doing that even or even at the very beginning like i said uh when we first started talking like who is this or stuff like that she had a question about somebody like an ex or something mm -hmm. nine times out of ten she'll know because women know these days and they find exes right. pages and everything on social media but yeah so she just asked like who is this and what uh how was the situation what happened and all that so we we got all that like out the way early and then if she does have a question she'd always just come and ask me about it i like that i like that you know one thing i do know that a lot of women they don't have a problem with communicating but um well that's not fair to say that but in my experiences let me put it that way i find that it's the man that has the problem with communicating i know that you said she doesn't assume she'll come to you and ask you like who is that or why you this you know she she wants to get to the bottom of it now are you right. willing to were you willing to tell her or did you have to did she have to beat it out of you oh no i was definitely willing to tell like long as she asked mm -hmm. well i wouldn't say that well earlier the communication it was just the just coming right out and saying it because i know a lot of times women will wait for you to say like wait for you to come to them and ask and like oh this is this and this is that but she was just okay i have a question like i can you answer this for me basically mm -hmm. and i'm like yeah this is blah 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 yada yada 
and we just get it out the way right there. Anytime she asked, like I had no problem communicating with her with whatever was going on. And you know, I noticed how you said she would ask, you know, sometimes the approach, you know, women can right. approach you, you know, differently, you know, like I seen, who is that? Who is right, she? Exactly. You know, that kind of thing. Was it her approach or, you know, is that a big thing about how she approaches you when you're communicating or, or what? I mean, tell me a little bit about her approach or a different women approaches, you know, like, have you had um, arguments with other women? Yeah, uh, well, you know, right? Yes, I understand. Uh, -huh. uh, yeah, as far as Elisa, like, she would she wouldn't assume, so like I said, she would just come up and ask, it wouldn't be no no attitude with it. So, like, she would gen genuinely like, be asking me the question, or how do I know her, or who, like, I saw, you know, she was like looking at me, or something like this. Is there anything mm -hmm. that I need to worry about? Uh, so then I'll just answer it like that. And just opposed to like in the past, it would be, oh, I saw this person like like a picture, or I saw this person staring at you. Who is she? Or I heard this, I heard that. So it would all it would be stuff like that. So definitely the approach of how Jalisa was, how Jalisa would ask or does ask, and just how she genuinely is just asking the question. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, that sounds real good. Um, one another thing that um I noticed, a lot of women this day and time they are focusing on their careers. You see a lot of men that are in their thirties that are not married. They don't have kids. You see um, a lot of women that are not married but they're college graduates or they're working in in their careers. You don't you know you don't have to be a college graduate to be successful, but you know, success is how you define it. What What would you say as far as your generation, as far as like, I look at competition and I'm not stepping on anybody's toes. Please understand that. But women to me have always had competition. If it wasn't from another woman or another woman from another race or another woman from, um, you know, different walks of life, you know, as far as like, are they educated? Are they career? Do they have a job? Those type of things. Uh, beauty, you know, you have the plumper size women, you have the the curvy women, you have the skinny women. You know, you it's it's, it's media. You know, media defines yeah. beauty, and so a lot of women they don't wear makeup or they might wear makeup. But then there's another competition. They got men now that they got to compete with to get you know with their men if you right. understand what I'm trying to say on that. So what is it like? Cause you know, for me, it's foreign. I mean, it's, it's, it's foreign. I mean, I'm not saying they're not good people or people are not good people, you know, but I'm just saying from the way I see the world today is very differently than when I was coming up. And so what is it like now when you go out to a club and you see a woman or you see a man that may be a woman or a woman that may be a man. What is it like in that dating world like that? What 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 is that like? Uh as far as you said, like competition and uh being a little older and doing a career, um, opposed to being married. I feel it's just 
really in this gen, like I said, our generation, my generation, uh, there's a lot of people that are like older, around 30s, and single or not married or anything, but still have still have their careers. And I feel that that's just goes to, uh, well, women anyway. Uh, if that's something they want to do, then that's fine if they're fine with that choice. Because I know a lot of times people will say, oh, you're, you're 30 or you're 30 plus, you need to be married and having your kids and everything like that. But not ask them, is that something that they want? So society, we're like looking down on that. And maybe she's fine with that. Maybe she's fine with her career, not looking to like, with the gender roles, have a man do everything for her. She wants to do that. Um, that's one aspect of it. And as far as uh, men, from the man's point of view, like being around the 30 plus years, uh, some men just aren't ready, honestly. I know for me, before I met Jaleesa, I wasn't. And like I said, that's why I would come out and tell everybody, like I wasn't, uh, that's not what I was looking for. I honestly feel that if I were to met were to have met Jalisa uh, like a year earlier, mm -hmm. then everything would be completely different. And I highly doubt she would be my wife right now. Mm -hmm. But um, you just have to be com compatible really at that, every be in the same space, I guess is what I'm trying to say for mm -hmm. as a man and a woman, uh, just have to be really ready for to have that next chapter in your life. But as far as the competition and everything, I feel that that just comes with you being secure with who you are. As you said uh, about the women, many different shapes, sizes, and colors. And everybody's, I always say to each his own. Mm -hmm. So just because somebody's saying that, oh, they want you, they want you here, don't mean that you're the same type for somebody else. And right. like I say, just being out like in clubs and everything. And of course there's definitely different types of women in the club. It's like, like I said, once again, to each his own, but just because somebody's saying that, oh, you're not my type or anything like that, you have to be secure with yourself and knowing that, oh, okay, that's fine. I'm just not a woman. I'm just not his type. Whereas a man, okay, I'm not her type. But to try to keep up with especially like you say in the media and everything of what beauty is, you have to define that for yourself because you leave it to everybody else, then there's always gonna be somebody saying something about you, which right. I feel right. that means that then you're doing something right. Unless you and somebody face giving them a reason to say something about you, if they just coming out of nowhere saying something, then that means they feel threatened by you. So right. I just feel like it's all about how you feel, how you carry yourself, yeah, you know, I, I like what you said about being secure because a lot of women, they see other women with, with, with men and they wonder, well, what's wrong with me? Why why I can't get, you know, uh, a man that, that loves me the way he loves her? You know, they're always comparing. And so it, I often wonder where did their self-esteem go? Because it does make you wonder, like, what is wrong with me that I can't get a man? I'm ready. You know, I prepared myself. I'm God-fearing. I'm ambitious. You know, I'm passionate about something. You know, I have a strong core. I have good morals. I have good, good values. But why am I being overlooked? Why do you feel some women 
and and I know you can't answer for every man, but why do you feel that um, some men overlook certain women as opposed to another type of woman? You, you get what I'm saying on that? Right. Uh-huh. Uh, for some, it could kind of be well. Sometimes, for sure, uh, like our discussion earlier of just what they want. Uh, well, basically, like just sex. If there's like, if a woman knows that she's looking for something like something more like an actual real relationship and everything like that and a man's not ready for that and he just say like I'm not looking for that uh, I just want to have sex basically and it's like she knows that okay like, that's not what it is so uh, nine times out of ten nine times out of ten the man's just going just alright fine if that's not what he's looking for he's like fine I'm just not not, not gonna talk to you yet. Mm-hmm. but at the same time like I said the woman she she's gonna know what she wants, and she just won't basically I say lower the standard. So, mm-hmm. but at the same time, she's gonna find a man that will do it, that it is ready. Like I said, it's just something that you can't rush just from a man's standpoint. Like he has to mm-hmm. be ready, especially if you want it to be a healthy relationship. You can't really, cause pressuring a man to do it won't really do anything. Uh, it might get you an answer, like the first answer, like, okay, yeah, let's do it. But for him to really want to do it, he has to be ready to to be on that next level. Yeah, I, I hear you saying um, ready. I hear you saying ready because I know um, a lot of young men that they say that they're not ready, but they want a, they want a wife, they want a family. What right. what what entails ready? Is it uh, financially secure? you're not ready or is it just uh, well it could be a lot of things honestly i know for me it was just like i was young uh like i say basketball player so i was actually uh fresh out of a relationship when i first started my professional uh career so it was like okay i've been in a relationship so let me just get out here basically and so but after that, it was like, okay, I've, I've done this. I'm, I know what's going on out here. I'm ready for, like, what's the next in my life. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said at the time where I met Jaleesa, if I had met her a year earlier, then we probably wouldn't even be where we are today. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, so the things that I've heard you say as far as, like, what kind of men want is you need somebody that's compatible someone that you can communicate with not assuming anything um to slow it down don't rush into the situation just let it happen naturally and when they do approach you it's the tone it's the tone on how they approach you would you you say that that's you know some of the things that maybe other men would look for as well, or is that just just a one-sided? Yeah, I, I feel that like that should be, I mean, not should, but I feel like that could be like the, the base of it. I feel if you have those things right there, then it's, like I said, not everybody's going to be the same. So mm-hmm. this this is just me talking about my personal experience, and but this isn't, like I said, it might not be everybody, mm-hmm. but I feel that those are like main things of, of how to go about it and like mm-hmm. i said you don't necessarily have to wait until 
to wait to talk to a man and say until he's he's ready to do this but at least establish what y'all are doing at the beginning and then if he is one to say that okay i'm not looking to do like i'm not looking to get married don't go into it trying to change his mind but i'm not saying you can't talk to him y'all can still talk and do whatever else that's going to happen but just don't assume you just got to have that conversation again like hey how do you feel i know we said this at the beginning but are you still you still feeling the same and if you want to still continue keeping it on in and then that's that's just your decision but you can't just decide for yourself that okay we i know he said this at the beginning but we're still talking we're still doing our thing so he must feel different about it now and then get upset when he doesn't feel this different it's like everything's still the same i got you and so you're meaning okay so that's that's what i guess i want to now this may be personal and if it is you know you let me know i i i, I you know i ask a lot of questions i'm very open when i ask questions and i'm mm -hmm. that way in real life not just on podcasts but <laughs> right you know i noticed that a, a lot of young women that grow up in the church, they've taught that, you know, no sex before marriage and this type of thing. And once they start having sex, you know, they feel like, okay, well, he loves me. He wants me now. And and I hear you saying that you didn't specifically say sex, but you said if y'all take it to another level and they want to continue to do this, then don't get upset when their feelings still haven't changed. So I'm gonna ask you a question, and I want you to, you know, be as honest as you can. If you mm -hmm. feel that, you know, feel comfortable talking to, you know, me about it. But what do you think about women that they they grow up that way, but then they get with a man, and you know how things get. Nothing, like I said, nothing's new under the sun. You get the feeling right. that you're and then you take it a step further. Then next thing you know, you you sleeping together. Then all of a sudden. She no longer wants to sleep with you. And but yet and still she still wants to have a relationship with you. Do you think that most men or you can survive that? Like she give it to you, then all of a sudden she don't want to give it to you, and now you have to date her. Do you right. think you can still date her after doing that? Uh, honestly, just from the, hearing the situation, I don't, I can't say either one because mm -hmm. it would have to be of however strong that actual relationship was. Like just from, just from situational of hearing it, if the dude went into it just saying, okay, it was just for sex and she said that, then he would probably just be out like gone after that and you say, okay, that, well, that's over. Mm -hmm. But if it was something that he was really like wanted a further relationship into it, then he he might actually stay after mm -hmm. she told him that. Now, do you think he would have a sidekick? Like I said, it just depends on his relationship. If he was really strong into it, mm -hmm. like say situational, if he was really strong about it, his feelings about it. Mm -hmm. And cause maybe he says she says that and he's like, that's fine. I mean, I plan on marry you anyway. So. Maybe he's already thinking about uh, marrying her. Mm -hmm. So okay. I feel it's just, I feel it's situational. So maybe that's fine with him and little she knows she he's gonna marry her. And so they both good with that. Exactly. So and what then, about- Like I said earlier, if it's not 
then if he's not really that strong, his feelings aren't that strong, then he'll probably just say, okay, that's that's it then. So do you think that a man could really love a woman his feelings are strong for, but then, you know, he say he has needs and so he has to go out there. So you think about, you met this woman, you're dating, you really feeling her, y'all dating and she's holding off, you know, she's sticking to her guns, you know, she's not gonna do it until, you know, she gets married and they're really sticking to it. Do you think that a man can truly be faithful to a woman in that scenario? I mean, like- Yeah, he, for sure, he, I believe so. In the scenario, like I say, everybody's gonna be different, but I believe so. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's good, that's good. So do you have any questions that you wanna ask me? Uh, nothing I can think of. I think everything we discussed was, was great, really. Yeah, I, I think it was real great. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and kind of bring it to a close, but whenever I close, I like to do some nuggets, you know, some takeaways. What, what would be your number one takeaway that you would want a woman out there to know if she's really wanting to be married in this day and time? What what are some nuggets that you feel that if 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 you had a million listeners out there and you really really want to help this woman to not be so desperate because women can be desperate and men too, but yep. we're talking more about women today. What would you tell her? Uh, just know the standards that you really want things that you're not gonna break for. Um and just continue to stick to them like it doesn't have to be the oh he has to be tall i know that's the thing for women like six five six seven and up or something like that like okay maybe you can you can change on that but i know for me like i said with me personally uh i think with jaleesa was she wanted to be married and like mm -hmm. i said at first i was saying like uh, i'm not really looking for that but because she stuck to that like we are like i thought more about it like okay maybe this is something that i want to do if she if she would have just agreed with me right off the back with me saying you know i'm not really looking for marriage and then that would be like well okay well maybe you know oh uh, that's fine we don't have we don't have to get married stuff like that mm -hmm. the, the conversations would have been completely different mm -hmm. so i say just stick to the main things that you really want really want to believe in things that you're not going to fold on not bend on mm -hmm. and just stick to those if it's not a man that you're talking to that is willing to deal with that then once again there's somebody for everybody and to each his own so you'll you'll find the person yeah so do you feel women uh, I'm, well <clears throat> when we talk about what i heard you say maybe they might need to lower their standard as far as like everybody's not gonna be six five six seven but he has a good heart, he has a good job, he has good morals, you know, so, you know, you can compromise on something like height as opposed to um, your your core values. Is, is right. that what I heard you say? Yeah, exactly, the core values. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, well, Cora, I really thank you, and I really enjoyed this. So, women, if you're looking to find a tall handsome man like Corey he may not be tall just know that <laughs> he may not be a basketball player but if he has a good ethic if he's compatible with you if he's God-fearing if y'all can communicate just slow down pray about it and wait on God to see you 
you are made. Would you be willing to agree with me that that's a fair assessment of what, if a woman is good enough to be married? Oh, for sure. I definitely agree. Like I say, they shouldn't have to change their core values to try to please anybody because at the end of the day, if you change that, then you're going to be feeling some type of way about yourself. In the end. And that's exactly. real talk right there. That's real talk. That's why it's a lot of divorces in this world, too, thinking you can change a man. They can't change. Right. So nothing change about a person but their address. Exactly. And that and that, that they want to change. Well, I want to congratulate you on um, waiting for your little bundle of joy and congratulate <laughs> you guys you. on your marriage. And um, I want to tell you that I'm very proud of the young man that you've become because I've been knowing you for about what 10 years now yeah it's been about 10 years yes ma'am it's been about 10 years all right so we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna end this and again I appreciate you so much so much no problem thank you for having me uh-huh